Galatians 2.20 is foundational to the idea of stewardship because it's all based upon what Christ has done for me. I should live for Him. I need to be a good steward of what He has entrusted to me. And this, this quarter is all about reminding us. This is probably We're probably not going to learn too much that we, as adults, haven't already heard before. But even though this is now my third time to be a part of this class, I, I knew... I knew going into it, I needed this because uh, since 2000 and uh, well, what was it, Bob? Was it 11. 16? Yeah, yeah, 11 and 16, and then now since 2016, I, I know there are areas where I have I have uh, not attained where I need to. I'll say it that way. So um, we're going to talk. We're going to talk today. Um, about listening to counsel. Listening to counsel. If you were going to choose a book in the Bible to go to to find good guidance on the concept of listening to counsel, where would you go? Where would you go? Proverbs. I would go to the book of Proverbs. So let us let us consider together uh, Proverbs 12 and verse 15. The way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice or listen to counsel, some versions will say. This is, these are all from the uh, New International Version. I like the way it read on a couple of them better. Proverbs 13, verse 10, Where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Proverbs 20, verse 18, Plans are established by seeking advice, so if you wage war, obtain guidance. Proverbs 27, 9, Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. Proverbs 20, verse 18, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Proverbs 24, verses 5 and 6. The wise prevail through great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. Surely you need guidance to wage war, and victory is won through many advisors. And then finally, this, is in, this was in your assignment maybe, uh, Proverbs 20, verse 18. Listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So, with this as a backdrop, how does listening to counsel fit in with this topic of stewardship? What would you say? How does listening to counsel fit in with the idea of being a good steward? Well, first of all, is stewardship is not something we know from being born uh -huh, and living, uh -huh. so it is a learned okay. skill. Okay. And as a result of that, we need a teacher. Great, great. That's a good, great. It's it's wisdom to talk to the ten talent people and ask them how they were able to do that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we'll become one talent. What if the one talent guy had just 
talked and listened. Okay, very good. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, many times the answer is it's not a right or wrong, but it's uh, what's the difference between good, better, and best. Uh -huh. How do we navigate that? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yes, Bob. But there's a lot of people that offer counsel and it's not all wise. Okay, so we have to we have to understand not all counsel is wise counsel. Ah, learn to discern, Andrew. Um, Proverbs thirteen ten kind of catches my eye, but saying that when there's strife, there's pride, and so if we have pride, we're not doing. Uh, we're not being stewards, and so we need to be seeking out to make the best decision. Yeah, can I can I ascertain when I need counsel the most? Uh, and it it may be when I'm upset, when I'm uh, confused, lost. And it's also seeking it out, like recognizing your own shortcomings and seeking out and to find and wisdom is found. So it's going to those people. I may know you're better at something than I am, and if I'm having that struggle, it's it's showing that I don't have pride by going to you and saying, this is my problem, how can you help me? It's one thing to be a friend who approaches someone else and says, hey, I've, I've just noticed I want to offer something up. It's another, as Andrew's pointing out, to say, wow, I'm in a situation where I know I need help. Who can I ask and, and to seek that out? That, that, that is wisdom. That is humility. Any other thoughts? Okay, so in, uh, in the class today, uh, I will hope that by the end that um, you'll be able to list character qualities that will result in someone uh, seeking or listening to wise counsel, that you, you can explain how listening to counsel fits in with being a good steward, which we've just done, and to determine the stewardship aspect for which you are most unlikely to listen to counsel. A little <coughs> introspection uh, uh, for yourself. So, with that backdrop, Micah, would you lead us in prayer? God, we love you. Uh, words cannot express um, how much we adore you and worship you, but we love you because you first loved us and gave your son for us. Uh, as, as stewards in your kingdom, um, it's not us that live, but we, we let your son live in us. That we seek out his will, we seek to please him and not ourselves. God, it's not within us that we that we guide our own steps. Uh, it's not within us that we know uh, how to be stewards, but we, we look outside of ourselves and we look to you. Please be with us during this time that we can uh, find your wisdom. Uh, it's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to work our way through uh, the homework and talk about various Bible examples that uh, hopefully will be instructive to us, and then, then we'll hopefully uh, wrap it up uh, at the end with some uh, summary questions. But uh, who did you come up with in terms of Bible characters who did seek or listen to wise counsel? Give me, give me one. Give me one Bible character that you can think of who is 
uh, you thought of as listening to wise counsel? David. Okay. Abigail. Oh, very good. Yeah. He didn't seek it out, but he got it anyway, so... He listened. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he was... He was not looking for it. Now, real discernment would have, would have, uh, you know, he would have become self-aware, and he would have, he would have uh, come up with that him, himself. Um, and yeah, so I have that in First uh, Samuel. Uh, well, First Samuel twenty-five, I believe it is, uh, verses thirty-two and following. Yeah, joy. Uh, Moses, when he listened to Jethro. Ooh, yeah. Uh, a little more context there, if you can recall that joy. Well, Moses was overwhelmed with uh, people coming to him for judgment, and Jethro told him that he needed to seek out wise men who could take care of the minor problems, and Moses then could take care of the major ones. Yeah. And that's in Exodus 18. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just thinking again what what could have caused Moses to not want to listen to Jethro give me, give me one reason why Moses might have said eh, I'm not going to listen to you he was his father <laughs> he was his father-in-law for one <laughs> what else he was a trusted Israelite right uh, no, no, he was outsider. I mean, who's this guy? Who's this? Who's this Yehu coming along? And Moses didn't ask for that either. Okay. As far as I know, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Okay. So very good. And Naaman, who listened to his servant, but he also didn't ask for it, and had a bad attitude right before then, but humbled himself quickly when he got good advice. He recognized it. Yeah, so a couple, a couple of times there with with Naaman that uh, uh, that he he listened. Oh yeah, the little the little servant girl, but then on the spot. Oh yeah, yeah. So who said listen to the prophet? <laughs> so he first listened to the servant girl, and then after he had scorned the the guidance from Elisha, he turned around and listened to his other servant. Very good. Very so that showed that showed some real humility. On Naaman's, you know, a guy with both servants. Yes, and a very powerful man. Yes, Nikki. Oh, um, Nebuchadnezzar when he seeks out Daniel for his dream. Okay. Or dreams. It's in Daniel too. Thank you. And again, boy, you're talking about somebody who could have said, oh, I'm not going to listen to this guy. Um, but, yeah, very good. Yeah, Jesse. <clears throat> Probably not exactly what you're looking for, but I, I think of God taking counsel from his creation in uh, Abraham uh, giving him counsel about Sodom or uh, Moses, you know, wanting to spare the people. Yeah. I just think it's a good example of he doesn't need <clears throat> our counsel, and yet he still shows the example of of listening to reason in a, in yeah. a sense. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that I, I like that. No, I had not thought of that. Uh, but 
Yeah. I mean, that we are to emulate the character of God on so we see that in him. Very good. Well, there's <coughs> Hezekiah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, regarding Sennacherib and how he, he laid the letter before the Lord. Uh, yeah. That was in Second Kings 19. Yeah. Hezekiah uh, seeking counsel from the Lord um, in, in his time of need, in his time of trial. Again, you might think, you, you might conclude, well, isn't that obvious? I mean, the, the chips are down, where else is he going to go? But how often do we read in the Bible when the chips are down and people don't turn to God? They don't listen to God. Or to make it more personal, how many times in your own life can you look back and say, wow, I was in a situation where it was, it was almost inconclusive that I should, you know, w- without doubt that I should have just obviously turned to God and yet that wasn't my first move. I find that all too true too often. Uh, in in my life, Joy. Did you have something uh, else? He, yes. Yes. Um, well, this is a little bit different, but in Acts five, yeah, the high priests and the Sadducees had put the, the apostles in jail for their teaching, and Gamaliel said, "You know, leave them alone because if it's of God, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And if it's not, it'll die anyway." Yeah. And of course, they beat the apostles, but they did listen they, to it. They did. God. They did. They did. <laughs> in that story that Joy just gave us that Gamaliel knew the Jews well enough knowing they would not seek counsel so he offered it. It's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Sarah? Peter and Paul when Peter had stopped associating with the Gentiles and Paul brought it to his attention. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I was trying to think of New Testament examples yeah. since we were yeah. camping yeah. in the Old Testament, not a problem I'm, with that. I'm out of room, but we'll uh, okay. yeah, Peter with uh, Peter listening to Paul's counsel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, didn't result in some rift where they parted ways and didn't, you know, make up for some years maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, he listened to his counsel. Uh Ryan. Apollos with uh, Ooh, that's a really good one too. Yeah. Yeah, Apollos listening to uh, Aquila and his wife Priscilla and again a man mighty in the scriptures and yet when shown the truth which, which shows what? Shows what about Apollos? He is a, well how would you describe him? He is a, he is what? He has humility. Humility? What else? He's a truth seeker. He's a truth seeker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well uh Oh, the, the one we didn't uh, mention, David, in, uh, in 1 Samuel 23, David inquired of the Lord uh, before attacking the Philistines and uh, delivering Calah. And then he asked God if the men of Calah would surrender David then into Saul's hands. So again, you know, before you go into battle, you're seeking, you're seeking counsel. And uh, you might think it's obvious, but not all did. Um, okay. Some Bible characters who did not seek or listen to wise counsel. 
What did you, what did you, uh, what did you come up with there? Andrew. I think Rehoboam falls into this category. All right. The next one. Right. Because he did seek, but he didn't listen. Yes. To the right one. Yeah, yeah, very That's, good. Uh, first Kings 12. Thank you. Craig. Cain. Uh, uh -huh. God gave him a caution in Genesis 4. Yeah. God warned him. Okay, very good. Uh, Katrina. Uh, the other side of Sarah's um, thought when Peter listened to the Judaizing teachers and wanted to make circumcision a requirement. Okay. Samson. He said, I want this woman, and his parents said, no, you, you go for an Israelite girl, and he said, I want this woman, and we know how that all turned we out. We know how that turned out. Right. Fourteen. Thank you. Ryan. So, in Joshua with the Gibeonites? <laughs> yes. Uh, when they deceived him, he did not seek the counsel of the Lord as to how to deal with it. Okay. It's kind of with a question mark, right? Right, right. It's always interesting to at least notice, did the Bible, what did the Bible record or not record? And, you know, uh, did, did, person X, Y, or Z actually uh, is it noted that they sought the Lord's counsel. It's interesting, you know, when it, when they did and when they didn't. Okay, yeah. Well, while we're on Joshua, yes. uh, regarding AI, uh, uh, he, uh. Went, he, he went ahead and uh, went up against AI and <clears throat> was defeated because he did not seek the Lord's yes. blessing in that Joshua 7. Okay. Bob. Uh, Eve and then Adam. Ah. Not seeking, not uh, taking God's counsel to. Yeah. The truth. Very good. Very good. Uh, Andrew. Balak and mm -hmm. uh, not listening to God, not going to Moab. It's Numbers 22. Joy. Solomon. Solomon. Uh. Which instance are you going to use there, Joy? Pardon me? <laughs> Which instance are you going to use? Well, he certainly didn't listen to God about not taking foreign wine. He sure did not. He did not. <laughs> Micah. A lot. lot. Genesis 13. Say a little bit more about that. <clears throat> uh, whenever it was time for... Uh, him to separate from 
Abram because there were too many servants. He lifted up his eyes, saw Sodom and Gomorrah was a good area to be in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Lot's wife. Lot's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're out of room, so we'll just keep we'll keep listing them off here. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, I too had a longer list here than I did before. Uh, Nabal with Abigail. Oh, okay. I mean, we don't we don't necessarily have a specific instance where it says he didn't listen, but obviously he didn't listen because he was a fool, and you know. Yeah. Presumably, she might have said something. <clears throat> Honey, maybe we should be nice to the armed men come, who've been protecting us. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't seem that she, he had ever probably listened to her counsel. Yes. Yes, Bob. Saul ran ahead, went ahead and worshipped. Yes. Uh, offered sacrifice. Yes. While he was waiting for Samuel, he, did, he waited no longer. And yeah. Matters yeah. Into his own hands. He took him into his own hands. Approached the Lord. And then full of excuses later. What, who else? Anybody? <coughs> Ahab. Ahab, yes. Not just with like Jezebel. I mean, yeah. you know, just, that's a whole bad Right, right, together. right. But with uh, listening to the 400 pro- or prophets and men that he brought to himself, whether he should go to battle, and then Joseph's like, bring in Micaiah, or bring in someone else. And yeah. He brings in Micaiah. He never says anything good. One of my favorite he tells stories. He wisdom, and then he's like, I'm not going to listen to you anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite uh, Old Testament uh, stories. The prodigal son acted on his own selfish impulses and squandered his estate away. Luke 16. Uh, Ananias and Sapphira. Oh, too far. Um, Yeah, uh, Rather, the Jews, rather than listening to the counsel of, Pi- of Pilate, uh, listened to the chief priests and demanded that Jesus be crucified and Barabbas released. Um, Ananias and Sapphira plotted among themselves. Um, yeah, the, the list goes on. And David didn't listen to Joab when he said, Don't number the people. Yes, yes. All right, so uh, next. Who listened to unwise counsel? Again, I think some of you acknowledge, do they go here or do they go here? And so uh, we might have we might have some, some overlap. And we'll just rewrite Rehoboam's name here. And we can list uh, Eve there. Okay, Bob. Um, Amnon from Jonadad regarding Tamar and yeah. Second Samuel thirteen. <coughs> oh yeah. How to trap her. Yeah. Sometimes we listen to what we want to listen to, uh, rather than discerning is this really wise counsel. Okay. Lot's daughters talked with themselves. Uh, How are we going to continue our father's name? Yeah. counseled among themselves there. Which a lot of mine, like that's what it was. It was they said, let's do this. And then it never worked out. Yeah. But that was the kind of the thread that I saw of just counseling within yourself. So again, kind of of, uh, 
pulling on this thread a little bit. The, the, the temptation, the temptation when, when we're in a bit of a, a decision-making opportunity, a bit of a quandary, what's, what's the temptation? What, what, what is a temptation in terms of seeking counsel? So it's not a good thing. Sometimes only asking the people that we know will give us the answers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, think, yeah. trusted, respected person, trusted, respected person, I think they'll probably tell me what I want to hear. I think they'll agree with me. I think they probably won't agree with me. I'll go to them. Mm, probably not, right? We've, we've been there. And what would be the best thing to do in that situation? Listen to them both. Listen to them both. Yeah. And then maybe get a third piece of input. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Listen to unwise Ann. Jacob, listen to his mother. to his own magicians who duplicated some of the early miracles. <coughs> Katrina. My mind just went away. Oh, okay. All right. Bob. Darius. King Darius. King Darius. <coughs> he listened to his advisors yeah. <coughs> regarding Daniel and uh, that worked well for him. Yeah. Uh, the priest listening to Caiaphas that one man is better to die than the whole uh, priesthood go down. I was trying to find it, but uh, Judas, when he went to the priests and said, you know, I shouldn't have done this, and their response was, "Yes, you do it yourself." You know, you're, and yeah. that wasn't the best counsel considering what he did. So. Yeah, yeah, very good. Should have dialed nine eight eight. Sorry, Joy. Uh, the man of God who listened to the prophet uh. that lied to me. What is that? First Kings what? Do you have that? Is it thirteen? Do you recall where that was? First Kings 13. 13? Yes, First Kings 13. Okay. 13 to 18. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and? Um, this Absalom listened to Hushai, although Hushai knew his uh, advice was bad, so I don't yeah. know if that counts. It was actually wise. It was duplicitous advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Absalom shouldn't have listened to it if he wanted to <clears throat> be his father. Right, right. He... He, uh, he didn't choose well there. Yeah. Uh, Micah. Ahasuerus in the story of Esther, it, he never really makes any decisions on his own. <laughs> People are constantly telling him, but he never is discerning to see it. Okay. 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 There's another example in that book, too. Haman listened to his family about what he should do, uh, and uh, they gave him some pretty bad counsel. It didn't work yeah. well for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, or the. Anybody else? 
Okay. All right. And, and so with that, with that, uh, listening to counsel, what did you think about this question? Does everyone need to seek or listen to counsel equally? Would you say, who would you say needs counsel most? Let's deal with question number one. Uh, does everyone need to seek or listen to counsel equally? That's all, that's all, that's, it's not intended to be a trick question, it's a thought question. I think in reference to listening to the wisdom of God, the answer would be yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter whether you're a, a young person, an old person, a new Christian, uh, a, a mature Christian. Yeah, I think the, the, the pivotal word there is listen. It doesn't mean that you have to act on things, but it is good to all of us to equally listen, even it's to people that you don't agree with or yeah. things like that. So, who needs to who 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 needs counsel though the most? The ones that think they don't need counsel. Okay, so maybe the ones that think they don't need it. Okay, so there's the <laughs> there's the first check myself. Do I think I need counsel? If I know, I probably need it a lot. Persons with less life experience. Okay, somebody who just hasn't uh, experienced as much life as others. Or yeah, but Proverbs would align with that in, in speaking towards the naive. And those who haven't listened to counsel in the past, which kind of you know involves that whole, if you're young, you haven't listened to counsel because you haven't had a chance, and if you're foolish, you haven't listened to counsel because you're foolish, and... And so, I mean, yeah. So just that the idea, if you haven't listened in the past and learned from it, then you probably need to do more listening than, than less not listening. Yeah, yeah. Nikki? I think those who regularly seek out counsel because they're constantly questioning what to do. Yeah. Think about, think about the most powerful man the most powerful person in the United States, arguably some would say the most powerful person in the world, the President of the United States. Now, is there a situation, an opportunity, a person who needs to listen to counsel? Why? Why do they need to listen to counsel? Andrew? You're not an expert on every single thing. I mean, you may have your niche, you have your thing that you're good at, but specifically the president. I mean, there's no way he's going to know foreign affairs for all, however many countries we're identifying. Yeah. So he's going to need someone that can relate those cultural differences. Okay, so he can't know everything. And along with that, the ramifications, the stakes are high. Okay, so yeah. It's hugely important. Right. To get it right. I was thinking about Solomon. You know, if anyone didn't need to listen to counsel, I would think it would be Solomon. God right. had given that to him. Yeah. But clearly he didn't listen to the counsel that he had at his disposal. Yeah. yeah. He should have because he made some pretty big mistakes. Yeah. Most powerful person in the world at that time. Yeah. And along with that, it's the more responsibilities we have, the more we need to listen to counsel. We need to seek out counsel about parenthood once we have children or you know marriage once you have a spouse it's just when when 
we take on a new job, we need to listen to the people who've been there a while. And yet the temptation might be, oh, I've, I've achieved, I've accomplished, I've, I've, I've attained to this level. Now people are expecting me to know things and to do things and maybe to act independently. I, I don't need to listen to counsel. No, when you need to listen to counsel the most, the pride factor. Uh, Jesse. Uh, we, we've mentioned that a couple of times, and God designed the, the mind to foundationally be built on counsel, right? Like learning, even the gospel, all of that. So the state of not seeking counsel is the erring side of, even sociologically, all of it, you know, um, oh, like, Anyone can hold, if you're really smart, you can hold about seven things in your brain at one time, okay. right? And to accomplish what we've accomplished as a civilization automatically requires counsel. And so I think really the the emphasis is on the pride side of things. When you stop doing that, you're actually stopping the natural kind of order of things. And I, I think it has a lot to do with pride. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Saw another hand here. Yes. Just going back to what you say, it's I accomplished. No, you are given the opportunity, and God will provide you the wisdom. Yeah. So I like the uh, pull back together. The stakes are high, and you've been given a lot of responsibility. And whenever, whenever those things are true, then the the need for counsel has just increased uh, many times. So we've kind of we've kind of talked around it. But what character qualities does it take for a person to seek or listen to wise counsel? And I want to I want to write these down. Humility. Okay, so we've we've talked all around humility when we've talked about pride. Needing the ability to discern. You've been given inputs now. How do I how do I figure out which one is maybe not always, as Ryan said, maybe not always right or wrong, but maybe good, better, or best. Okay. It sounds strange, but courage to to be able to go to someone else and say Hi, I have a problem. Please help me. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not easy to ever ask for help, and so having enough courage to do that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it goes right along with humility. It's it's not always it's not a uh, an obvious pairing, but I think they go together here. Jesse. Curiosity. Okay, being curious. Which we ought to be praying for every day, uh, and, and especially in matters like this. What else? Gratitude. Gratitude. Hopefulness. Say it again. Hopefulness. Hopefulness.
that you believe there is a, a light uh, at the end of the tunnel to pursue? Self-awareness. Okay, yeah. And I would, I would couple with that, you know, <clears throat> that, the idea of just being honest, honest with yourself. Who, you know, who am I? Where am I? What, what, what do I know? What don't I know? Uh, yes, Ryan. Yeah, pure in spirit, like a pure motive. <clears throat> Yeah. What what is my motive? Am I about me? Am I about some something? Yeah. Pertaining to this idea of arrogance or pride, or am I driven? Am I driven by pure motives? Heather. You're going to need to decide if you are going to submit. Uh, <coughs> see a tie there between you know being willing to acquiesce uh, and be, which involves humility. So like, there's a, a so to speak and, uh, yeah. quintilist and yeah. also the uh, uh, slow to anger because our ears shut down to listen to people uh, <coughs> Joy's point on gratitude. Somebody comes to you, somebody comes to you and has some counsel for you. Uh, counsel. And perhaps, perhaps more often than not, you might not be, uh, it, it may not be the kind of, of input that you were looking for. It may not be what you were wanting to hear. But to be thankful that they at least had the they at least had the courage to come to you and share something with you. Now you've got you've got an input, you've got a perspective that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. We can only we can only do so many things at one time. We can only know so much. And so uh, to be thankful when someone comes to us uh, and is willing to share. That kind of depends on whether we have asked for counsel or whether somebody comes to us with a balance. Right, right, right. But we still need it. Yes. We need a direction. Yeah. I mean, even if you ask for it and it's not the one you want, that would almost be harder to accept. Oh, yeah. Like you look for help. Oh, yeah. It's not what you were expecting, and now you're kind of, it's harder to accept that. Yeah. Which which requires some maturity. Yes. And respect. In in looking at this list, and then going back to the previous question, who would you say needs counsel most? A lot of those things, the people who need counsel most, don't have those yeah. things, and it's like it's it's like an evolving process, and yeah, it it's weird. It's and it's a growing thing, right? I mean, it's not as if anybody can say, "Well, I've achieved. You know, I've I've I've, I've reached my level of full maturity here." 
Jesse. I have a question that may be a tangent, so if okay. we All right. get through this. Um, maybe trusting? Uh, maybe. Maybe desperate. Do, do we see ourselves as desperate? And um, maybe maybe we are when we uh, maybe don't always know what. Needy. Needy. And teachable. Go ahead, Jesse. Um, so as I, as I was thinking about this, like I think about you know people that are put in positions like parenting, right? Like you have the authority and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and you're kind of looked at the idea of stewardship is you got to take care of this thing. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like our culture is not one that seeks culture. And I am I wrong? Because it feels like a lot of time you're just looked at and expected to handle everything yourself. And does anyone have any um, areas maybe in our society where counsel is like really valued because it doesn't really feel like that and I find myself going I'm supposed to be able to do this on my own right um, right what is a good remedy to that kind of perspective what's well, kind of the it's kind of the American spirit right I can I can do this on my own right. pull myself up by my own and I like that, but <laughs> I also understand that counseling is valuable yeah thing. yeah I think that's part of being a Christian, though, is relying on, I mean, you know you don't know the answers. You know you need to rely on God and the Bible and those who have wise counsel to answer those questions. So it's, I mean, it takes a mature Christian to recognize those things. It's like admitting you're wrong. You think, oh, if I admit that I'm wrong, what? People are going to think less of me. And that never now. I think it ha used to like before the rise of social media and that kind of thing and it just feels like there's no way I would ever publicly say, you know, whoops, I kind of made a right. mistake there. So, but the truth know. is, you admit you're wrong and typically people think more of you. Yeah. We fear the worst, we fear what isn't really true. Uh, something Katrina had said before was not we're talking about people who need to be seeking counsel but a lot of these apply to people who are also giving counsel that the shoe fits on the other foot just as yeah, well. Yeah. Someone who has humility and how they present things to yeah, someone, yeah. like uh, just even coming with a, with a pure motives, like makes a big difference. Yeah. Someone who's not angry yeah. uh, makes it more palpable for someone to be able to, to listen to, palatable yeah. for yeah. someone to listen to. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and that's really, uh, we're not going to have time to get into that, but that's really a good flip side to this whole thing to think about. If I'm the person who's you know, willing to give counsel or asked to give counsel, what's my attitude in that? Because you may have received counsel from people that you're like, you don't seem to be the person to be giving counsel. Yeah, yeah. Or they're arrogant about it. Yeah. Yes, yes. So Sarah kind of opened the door, you know, as we look at this list and we think about who I am, you know, for what aspect, maybe whether it's a, a, a characteristic a quality of, in, uh, that I have or don't have, or you know, what is there some is there some part of my life to which I'm 
I may be most unlikely to listen. We talked a lot about parenting. Parenting is kind of almost one of those taboo topics for some people. It's like, don't tell me how to raise my kids. Well, just what we were just talking about there, especially if someone comes across to me as arrogant toward me, that's when I have to like bite the bullet and like, like there's one guy at work I don't really like, but man, he is selling, and I, it's like, well, he, he seems to know his stuff, so maybe I, we need to not, we need to actually listen to what he has to say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And if parenting's a taboo topic, an even more taboo topic is my money. Don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me on how I use my money. And, and what's kind of weird is it, when Jesse was talking about, you know, what aspects do people like actually seek counsel, first thing that came to mind was financial planning uh-huh. is huge yeah. topic. Yeah. I mean, I work in banking, so financial yeah. planning and, you know, we'll kick it up three levels, you know, depending on your income, um, that and like legal matters, but and and yet at the same time you have people who they're being advised Put your money in this because you're going to earn 5%. And they go, but I, I kind of like this instead. And you, know, you get 1%. Yeah. So and sometimes we have, to see our, uh, we have to see ourselves as desperate, but yet at the same time we have to realize that there is hope. And that should spur us for counsel. Every child of God is described by that list just wrote up there. Yeah. Or should be. Yeah. You, yeah. It's a picture of a follower of Christ. So, I have opened the door for Bob. The next class is stewardship of our finances. So, take a picture of this one. Everybody turn everything they have into cash and bring it to the house. <laughs> 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 Not all the feedbacks.